Uh, anyway. Let's well, do this. Welcome back, everyone. Everyone ready? Sam stuff? Ready. ready. Wow, same time. Nice. <laughs> that was the most twins thing you did. I know, even with the delay at work. <laughs> gotta practice on that. Alright, last time on Curse of Strahd. After wandering through the foggy streets of Daggerford, you find yourself at an abandoned mansion. Unsure of how you arrived, you enter only to find... Um, lots of... Sorry, I pre-read this, but I forgot to proofread. <laughs> find a... Everybody back to one. Back to one. Take two. Hey everyone, welcome back to Curse of Strahd. Uh, <laughs> last time on Curse of Strahd, after wandering through the foggy streets of Daggerford, you find yourself at an abandoned mansion. Unsure of how you arrived, you enter only to find that it just might be haunted. A number of strange occurrences occur, and cryptic warnings, encrypted writings warn of a beast that awakes at midnight living under the residence. The home is filled with names you are unfamiliar with, such as the Wizards of Wine, the Wizards of Wine, Barovia, and Strahd von Zerovich. You soon uncover a mystery of the residents and their deaths. How the master of the house, Gunther, had an affair and a child with the nursemaid Clara, and how the jealous wife, Elizabeth, reacted violently. You also find a amber shard that opens a secret passageway, and a crib covered with dark rooms and two dark runes and tumors and the ghost of clara herself opens a secret passageway to the attic above you just give me one second i'm gonna turn my fan but you have just from the mirror but you were just in front of the mirror where the ghost of clara opened up a passage for you well, we we got the crystal shard, went back downstairs, went into the secret room, and then came back up, and that's now where we are. Came back. Welcome back. Ah, all right. I guess I shall I shall go first again. Good. Make sure that you uh, find anything dangerous for us. Thank you. I will eliminate it. Those days. I walk in. And as you enter, the, uh, the grandfather clock rings 8 o'clock. Alright, I'll move you over. You're over here. Yeah, the uh, stairs down here. Well, yeah, but it just leads to this room, so. <laughs> um, More hallways. Yeah. I look out the uh, window in front of me. Is it still covered in vines? Better than vines, fleshy tentacles. Oh, yes, they have the tentacle. Uh, this we bear. How much better they were. <laughs> um, this bear hall is. Choked with dust and cobwebs, several doors lead to this attic corridor, including a door held shut with a padlock. 
A low creak cuts through the air as one of the unlocked doors slowly creaks open. Let me just make sure which room that is. The door to the south opens up. Opens as you start, as you're getting a bearing of your surroundings, the door creaks open to the south. What what do I see as Minerva? Well, do you go in? It, so it's, it's just like kind of like, but yeah. I can't see like straight through. The door opens. You can see through it. So Minerva's going to kind of like walk over and like see if she can see anything. I don't know if it's very well lit or anything like that, yeah. but what? By just kind of like standing in front of the open doorway, not entering the room. Okay. Very specific. I'm looking in. This cold, dust-choked room contains a slender bed, a nightstand, a small iron stove, a writing desk with a stool, an empty wardrobe, and a rocking chair. A frowning doll in a lacy yellow dress sits in the northwest northwestern window box. But, hold on. A frowning doll in a lacy yellow dress sits in the north, the northern window box beside, beside a tarnished old music box, cobwebs drape, draping it like a wedding veil. Right, north is different in this map, right? Well, yeah, but south and what we can see. Yeah. <laughs> Minerva, is anything dangerous in there? I probably Why shouldn't call out. Go check. I mean, I would if uh, everyone would clear a path. Like, I can't get through with the crowded hallway. Well, this one seems just kind of like unkept, but perhaps if we look through it, we might be able to find some sort of trinkets or something for possible hidden passages. Um, nothing overly obviously dangerous. Um, I'd still prefer it if. Well, you can't tell much uh, what's in there until you actually go in. There's no, there's nothing moving. So, um, I'm, I'll let you go through first, Sir Horace. Uh, I'll step aside. Yeah. Look around. All right. So you look around the room. The first thing um, that's very obvious is that the doll with the yellow dress is uh, the same one that was being held by the little girl in the painting in the lobby. Hmm. Well, it seems like a normal bedroom. I'll do a quick like look around in drawers, underneath bed, cabinets, whatnot. Mm -hmm. Who else is looking? Uh, Quigley says, nothing's hurt you or killed you yet? Not yet, nope. Alright, probably safe right, to go in. So Minerva enters the room behind Sir Horse. I think Joey stepped away for a moment. So, right. um... I'm back. Oh, welcome Sorry. Back. <laughs> um, whoever is searching, give me an investigation check. It's going to take some time to look over the room. Sure thing. Oh, good. I'm I'm very good at investigating. Like, if Groot's oh. there, they're just going to do it. Like hopping, yeah. I hope this kind of place looks kind of cool. <laughs> kind of cute. Yeah. Well, four. Oh, Minerva and Groot. 
I got uh, 14. Did it upload? Update to the... Yes, yeah. Okay, cool. I imagine like Rude's just kind of like kind of just kind of like rummaging through things. Yeah, like, like, like yeah, a little bit, and just kind of like lifting up papers, like yeah, a little bit, and then like. So the room is unremarkable, but the music box holds some interest. Um, because inside, uh, Grood. I don't know if Minerva, if you search, but Grood, um, you find a rusted, blood-stained skinning knife inside the music box. As well as a key. And several and two curled up pieces of parchment. Well, nothing over here underneath the rocking chair. I think we're safe. I also looked there. Didn't see a dang thing. Minerva, did you find anything? Uh, so I got a... Um... 14 is just not showing up on the side for me. Oh. Okay, so I... Okay, sorry. I sorry, I heard that Grood found it. That's why I'm... Um, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm... Yeah, I don't see you. Wrong it. person, then. Yeah. Grood? Did you find something? There's, like, this music block, right, with, the like, a knife. It's got some blood on it. And then, can Grood look up the... Open up the parchment? Yep. The first parchment shows a basic floor plan split into three rectangles labeled Quarters, Shrine, and Altar. Quarters and Shrine are connected at the top by a single line, and at the bottom by a double line, which connects to both to the altar. The second parchment contains a list of unfamiliar names beneath the word Recruitment. This is obviously some kind of, some kind of map and a list of of recruits. Hey, hey, uh, glasses. Hey, you, hey. Yes. Um, uh, what do you, what do you make of this? Like, should we, we maybe we should, okay, okay <coughs> yeah. let's start. We'll go back outside, let everyone know what's going on. Maybe we can put our heads together and figure this out. Okay, well, I'll look at it while we walk out the room. I'll, uh, Minerva's gonna take it from Grood and be looking at it while we leave the room. Okay. Also, I assume you take the, the key as well. Yeah, sorry. Yes, sorry, I think I just posted a tiny little spoiler there, but it's okay. <laughs> I got nobody it. Look, nobody look at it. No, look, I'm look. not reading. It's okay. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to read. It's okay. <laughs> I, I just uh, meant to post, post far about the knife. Vio, uh, could you kindly step to the, the right a bit? You're in the doorway. As you all begin to leave the room, the rocking chair begins to rock back and forth on its own, and the, the music box begins to play. Slo yep, slowly at first. Then it gets faster and faster and more distorted, more distorted, the rocking chair going back and forth, back and forth, more violently until the music box just stops. The rocking chair stops. I go over to the rocking chair. And I pick it up and I put it on side. Are you sure you should have touched that? Nope, but it won't bother us anymore. I don't know. I think if whatever's doing this can probably write a chair. 
um, Minerva steps out and shows uh, Romea and Vio the papers. Um, there's somewhere around here, perhaps. Maybe, um, I'm assuming it has something to do with this house. That has a quarters, a shrine, and an altar. What does everyone think about these things? It's kind of... some sort of sacrificing situation. There's like a skinning knife that's all rested, and then there's also a key to unknown places. You think they're sacrificing people to a monster, just like feeding it? Or they're just mm -hmm. sacrificing for blood, that sort of thing. I guess that's possible. If the, da the dagger is covered in blood, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Hmm. It's rusty. They didn't get all of it. It's rusty, too, so. Yeah. Oh. That'd be awful painful. Get you, like, tetanus. It takes all kinds to move the world. Um, I don't know. I, all I know is that I don't like it. Something about it is really giving me this place, and as a whole, is just really giving me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, this house may not be normal. <laughs> <laughs> What's with all the so the dust? It's making some of us cough. But it's also quite dusty in here. I <laughs> well, does everyone remember? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, but there was... Remember the other letter from Strahd to the mistress? Not the mistress, but the miss here who said that he had acknowledged that she had done plenty of sacrificing and torturing in his name, but he would not help her in a certain way? Maybe this is related to that. Who's that letter? Well, whoever this Strahd character is, it sounds like he has some sense, even if... Something about him just doesn't seem. Oh yes, the pathetic servant. Um, it is entirely possible the servant was pathetic. It's not uh, necessarily somebody talking down needlessly. Could be evil. <clears throat> well, if you're torturing and hurting people, you are pretty pathetic. Uh, well, it's clear the lady of this house had a hidden altar. I'm assuming somewhere in this home. A bunch of rich people tend to uh, have little shrines in their homes for whatever god they follow. Well, I think we're on the roof or the top floor, so one of these shrines must be in one of these rooms. It does say it's connected to the quarters, if that's what this line means. I meant to draw a little map of it, but um, I forgot. I I can imagine three boxes. <laughs> yeah, it's not, that, it's not that complicated. <laughs> Like you're on a crane. So somebody put the uh, the description into like a or AI generator. See what happens. Oh yeah. No, it will not work out. <laughs> I guess we'll keep going and looking at the other rooms. Sir Horace, after you. I assume this is the locked one. It is. Yeah. Um... Can you see um, doors with like locks on it? Uh, this one I don't think has a lock on it, so I didn't want to click it. I Just have seen right that in some of the other ones. Well, it yeah. has a lock on it now. Now it does not. Okay. Maybe because you, you wouldn't know until you try it. Oh, I, I was just able to open it, so... Yeah, I just... I, I just, open it? Yep. Click. It opens? Even though it was locked? You use a key, I assume. Oh. Oh, hey, give me that key! 
There you go. Uh, this room contains right. a bricked up window flanked by two dusty wood wood framed bed beds sized for children. Closer to the door is a toy chest with windmills painted on its side and a dollhouse that's a perfect replica of the dreary edifice in which you stand. These furnishings are draped in cobwebs. Lying in the middle of the floor are two small skeletons wearing tattered but familiar clothing. The smaller of the two cradles a stuffed doll that you also recognize. I turn back to everybody. Uh, I must warn all of you, it does not pretty in here. At all. But, like, beauty's in the Perfect, eye of the beholder. <laughs> like, uh... Well, I, so you've, you've moved a rocking chair, and now you believe yourself an interior decorator. No, I... Just prepare yourselves, and I will step out of the way and show them what I see. <coughs> like, call uh, peek my desiccated, head around. Desiccated bodies of one could assume to be halflings, but I don't think they are. Oh, they're probably children, Horace. Yes. Well, were. That, that's what I said. They were probably children. Oh. Uh, yeah. I imagine pretty... Ramaya and Groot are kind of like peeking through this door, like mm -hmm. Scooby-Doo style. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the tower. <clears throat> Is that a dollhouse that looks just like the home that we're in? I was not directly looking at the decor and toys. I was preparing myself with the... But okay, we're going into the dead body room. Yeah, like, we gotta figure this out. They're already gone, man. We're still alive. Rich people have no taste. Yeah, dead bodies everywhere. Romaya says as she's decked out in gold bands and rings and everything. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, it's very dusty in here. But it, it doesn't count with her because she's not rich. What, sorry? But she's not rich enough to have a mansion, so it doesn't count. You don't know that. Groot, as you enter through the room and you step around the bones, you're kind I did of, not walk on them. You hear a ethereal voice go, Hey, watch out for the bones. Watch your step. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, sorry, dude. Oh, ah, jeez. Right. And two ghostly operation of two children oh. peer over the bones. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> hey, Do hey, little dudes, can you, um, can you tell us what's going on here a little bit? Well, Didn't on. mean to disturb you, but we're we're in a bit of a pickle right now. I thought I had two handout of these. Oh, here it is. Okay. See these Aww. two children kind of apparate over the bones. Uh, you immediately recognize them as a uh, as the two children in the portrait. Poor Queen Amidala. <laughs> yeah, Great right. art. It looks like watercolors. <laughs> Yeah. Is this from the uh, the the module, um, the custom module they're doing? Yes. Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, custom artwork, and I imagine they redid this one because the original art looked uh, kind of creepy. Yeah. But um, little girl goes like a. 
Don't disturb our bones. I totally didn't mean to do that. I'm so sorry. I was just I, I'm kind of a big dude and like Hi, hi, my name's Groot, by the way. Um well, uh, the little boy all... looking up at you, seeing how big and towering you are, kind of like hides behind uh, Hides Groot's behind gonna, the girl. Like, gonna like kneel down to try and get like eye level with kids. Um But okay, yeah, uh, um Hey, so like we're trying to figure out what's going on in this house, and it seemed like it wasn't very cool. Um, if do you if usually somebody... start talking to people without introducing yourself? I just, I just said oh, my you name did. was Groot. <laughs> you did. Okay, sorry. sorry. Usually I don't, but this time I actually did. <laughs> but like, yeah, um, we're just trying to figure out what's what's your two names, huh? My name is Rosa Valda Durst, but you can you can call me Rose. Sorry, I'm doing a little bit too adult adulty. <laughs> That's yeah, no, it's a, a little kid trying to act adult. Yeah. I can imagine that, yeah. It's, especially noble children. Yeah, yes. right? they, they yeah. have tutors, they have governesses. So, and uh, this is this is my brother Thornholt. Thornholt, say hello. Don't be rude to the dead. Don't be rude to our, our new our new guest. He goes, hello. Nice to meet you, little guy. <laughs> well, it's been a long time since we had any visitors here. Yeah, we we don't even know why why we're here. Um, we just walked into some fog, and then we ended up here, and then a lot of really scary things are happening. That's not. Nice that you little guys had to deal with a lot of very scary things, it seems like. She goes, It's hard to remember the things that happened here. It gets foggy. That's probably for the best, to be honest. Like I think don't... we've had visitors before. What what happened to them? Well, we never saw them again. Well, the little boy goes, We don't hear from them again. Do you think they like disappear. in a good way? Okay, um, that could be good. Uh, do do you know like what's going on, like where the visitors try to go, or? Um, that's cool if you don't do like it's a lot. Usually, can we see them. You can, yeah. It's not just Groot speaking in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to make sure. It's it's Kronk uh, talking to his imaginary shoulder angels. Yeah. Well, once they leave, we don't know where they go. But we usually hear screaming afterwards. All right. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's sort of what it seems like in this situation. Um, that, that's still helpful. Thank you. Thank you so much for like helping us out. If you see mommy and daddy, I you not don't yet. Know where your parents are? I don't think so. It's hard to remember. Been here so long. Maybe we saw your mom's silhouette in like a hallway once. Um, did she do that? Just kind of like silhouette and then. 
little little boy goes, "We haven't seen her since she locked us in here." Oh. And Did she it, say why? Rose kind of gets this look on her face, like she's, it's like we don't like to remember that, you know. She was a, a little cross with us when we asked about the new baby. That, um, Miss <coughs> Carla brought with her. Do you... And we had a lot of, un, a lot of, a lot of guests from, from the town. And she didn't want us talking to them. One day she sent us to her room and... I guess we've been here ever since. Sounds like you, uh, you're, you're probably pretty bored. Uh, uh, Vio is going to try to sidle past everybody. Yeah, I, I assume uh, you're I all kind of in the room, even though the map's a little small. Yeah. So, um, uh, sidles through at, uh, Vio found beside the ghosts and produces the stuffed wolf that we ended up getting earlier. Aww. Thorn's eyes just light up. He goes gray! And he tries to reach for it. But his, his hand goes goes through. And he can't grasp it. And he goes, wait. <coughs> and he holds out his hand. And he, he kind of like holds out his hand like palm first. And a, a mage hand appears. And is able to grasp the wolf and the mage hand places on the ground. He kind of goes to like a corner here and begins to play with the with the wolf using the mage hand to guide it. And, and Rose kind of like looks and goes we haven't had any new toys in so long. And she kind of like smiles as Thorn is like laughing. Like I haven't seen him Remember him laughing and I don't know when. He's going like grr grr grr. That's a Ro great wolf. That's an awesome job. Rose looks at you, Groot, and goes, I know spells too. Oh yeah? What do you, what do you know? I was I was studying them. That's so cool. She points to a uh, a dusty old uh, wizard spell book on the bench, on like a on the desk. Right here. Yeah, somewhere in the room. She goes. I don't know many spells, but I was learning. They're what they call cantrips, which are like little spells. But you can use them a lot, which is very handy. <clears throat> she goes, I know mending. She oh, nice. Like, and I know light. And I know oh. shocking grasp. But I'm not supposed to use that one because one time I I uh, played a, a, a joke on father. <laughs> and his, his hair was standing standing on end after I shocked him. Face. From over Vio's shoulder. <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
I'm gonna do press the digitation and just make like a little like sparkle shower basically appear around uh, the girl around yeah. Rose. yeah she's like wow did you do that do you know magic too I do did you go to school for it yes kind of I've never seen one a person like you before with with horns and wings. Yeah, we'll step aside so he's not just standing in between <laughs> She goes, Oh, there's a lot of you back there. Yes. Not standing on top of it, no. Rose, I have a question for you if that's okay. <clears throat> goes, okay. I'm I'm there. I'm there. I don't need to move my token. Thank you. Um Did you like Miss Clara? Oh, she was very nice. She looked after us when mother and father would were busy. Okay. Did your mother Thorn goes Thorn Thorn goes, um says she had pretty hair. Always oh, so nice. That's good. Do you know who Strahd von Zarovich is? Have you heard that name before? She um kind of thinks. Goes. I've heard mother talk about him. He's. Someone important. But isn't here, right? I heard people screaming his name like, a long time ago. Screaming in joy or? Not a fun like scream, no. Okay, okay. Um, but that was the day we stopped seeing mommy and daddy. Or, well, just mommy. Um, now you know Miss Clara had a baby, of course. She goes... She, uh, she goes, um... Yes, I know all about where babies come from. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Probably best that you keep it that way. It's, um, Thorn goes, um, it's like, um, it's when the gargoyle comes and brings, it brings mommy and daddy's a little bundle of babies. That's exactly right. Now, have you seen the baby at all? Or the gargoyle? <laughs> um, I saw the baby for a little bit. After, again, after we started to see more of it, that's when Mommy locked us in her room. Hmm. Where was the last place you saw the baby? Um, Miss Clara's room. There's a nursery, and she she points to the uh, to the area in the dollhouse. 
Like where you just came from, basically. I want to take a closer look at that dollhouse, and I want to see if I can find, like... Like, is this, like, a one-to-one? Um, it is a... Almost... It is a very close replica of, of the house. Um, and, in fact, you even see in the attic room you're in um, uh, five little resin figures that look exactly like like you. Editor Joey add in a picture of the, uh, the one that, um, that Mark made. What? <laughs> I made it a, I made the, the model of the exterior of the house. Okay. For, for old gaming in, oh, in real life. Dear. Um, I'm gonna reach for the doll that looks like me. It's a giant hand comes. <laughs> yeah. <from the> yeah. <laughs> you see, you see a, a big tiefling eye looks through the window. Um, <laughs> no, it's uh, you, you're able to pick it up, move it around. I'm it doesn't like, seem to affect you like a voodoo doll. No, I'm gonna show it to the others and be like, "We all have one." <laughs> whoa, whoa, that's so weird. Do you want to see the secret, the secret yeah. passage? Yes, yes, please. <gasps> They don't think we know about it, but one day I saw our mommy and her friends while I was playing in the storage room go into it, and she points to a room that's directly south from here, around around here, and um, you see exactly where it is. Um, points to an east wall that's hidden behind a, a mirror <coughs> saying they um they moved the mirror and entered a doorway I see well don't worry I'll keep it our little secret Thorn, the little boy, notices Minerva and um, notices like all the contraptions on your belt and things like that. Saying, do you have little toys? These are not toys. They're very important instruments for doing very detailed heavy work. You could say I make toys with this, but kind of more grown-up toys. Oh. You haven't had any new toys here in a long time. Uh, Minerva's looking through her belt. So you can, artificers can make little clockwork toys, mm. basically. So what, is that just in my... It's probably it... under, under features. Okay, I'm going to look at features. Is it is it uh, magical tinkering? I believe so. Okay. Ooh, neat. Um, so I can make a non-magical object have a magical property, my choice. So it can either light up for five feet, up to six second long record message, or emit an odor or non-verbal sound. 
um, static visual effect, including up to 25 words of text. Make make a pull string doll. Ooh, that <laughs> there's a snake in my boot. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I would I would like to do that if I I would like to have. Um, so Minerva's gonna pull out one of her tools, and there's gonna be like a little like um a handful of like junk essentially it looks like mm -hmm. and then uh, she's gonna just like one second and so i'm gonna use up one of my um magical tinkerings and i'm going to put together it's going to be a um like a little sound box mm -hmm. and what it'll be is like don't worry i'll be gentle and ask put my hand out for the um for the wolf okay yeah Put the wolf, and then I'm gonna very delicately undo the stitching, put the box in, and then stitch it back up, and then hand it back to uh, Thorn. Take well, give it a squeeze. Takes the mage hand, very gently, squeezes the uh, the wolf plush. It makes real wolf noises, and will go between like a a, a no woo. Uh, growl and like a bark. <laughs> he drops it because he was expecting a real, real wolf noises. But after a moment, he, he looks scared for like a second, but then he starts, he laughs, he smiles. Um, Rose kind of peers around the corner. He goes, Who's that big guy waiting in the hall? Minerva says, What big guy? and then looks behind her. <laughs> Their horse is just like right up behind you. Probably, probably much taller than you. <laughs> oh, him. Oh, he's nobody. Don't worry about him. He's just a decorator. Just kind of like nod and just kind of like observe, not wanting to get close to the ghosts. <laughs> does does Sir Haas look like, uh, like in any way, obviously, like unnerved by ghosts, or is he just trying to like play it stone face? Like, what's what's he feeling? Give me an insight check. I would love to. I would love Minerva to do an insight check on Horace. Yeah, I got assumed he was he was just sneering and trying to figure out how do you stab a ghost. <laughs> See if beat my eleven. Eleven. I'm gonna say that he looks um uh he's not like unnerved by this, he's unnerved by something else relating to this. Um and not necessarily the fact that there's a ghost there. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, but Minerva so no, will pay, pay no attention to me, I'm the doorman. I step back to the door. Minerva sidesteps um, as well to make sure that they can see him. She's like, see, it's just a regular old doorman decorator nobody. Rose says, um, you all seem very strong. Do you... Can I ask you something? Ask you to do something for us? I've personally never been called strong in my life, so I'm very interested to see where this is going. Yes, please. Um, can you 
She kind of glances over to the, the bones, saying, Can you take our bones and bury them? Where where do you want them to be put? Like, just... Thorn points to the boarded-up window. He goes, Outside. We haven't Thorn figured out how to get outside yet. I guess we could, I don't know, take them for when we do get outside? Because we're planning on going outside. We're most definitely planning on leaving. Leaving? Thorn goes, can we come with you? It's like, Rose. Oh. Rose goes, Thorn, we're not... Can't leave this room unless... Yes, can, can... But then she kind of has a realization. She goes, yes, can we come with you? I don't even know. I, I, I feel like I don't have an answer to this. Can I, like, roll something to check this? Give me a, a arcana check. Got it. If we take their bones to bury them, then they we would technically be taking them with us. Um, The only way you would know of a ghost, like, leaving their haunting place is a possession. As in possessing your body. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... But, sorry, little dudes. I I don't think you can. But... But you must. We have to get out. We have to leave this place. Is there something with, like, ghosts being, like, put to, like, the other side or whatever equivalent that is? And Thorn goes, I don't want to stay here anymore. Well, we can certainly help you move on, but I don't think you'll be able to come with us, unfortunately. As much as we would love, I'm sure, for you to join us. Rose goes, it must be possible, and she reaches out towards you, Ramaya. I want you to make me a um, charisma saving throw. Oh, that's my best one. Maybe I'll be okay. Ah, 22! <laughs> Don't jinx it. She kind of, like, reaches <laughs> yeah, her, her ghostly hands towards you and, like, tries to push it, like, inside of you. But she feels resistance. And, it, and uh, pulls back. She goes, ow! Saying, why won't you let us come with you? Sir Horace um, actually steps up at that happen, and I will pull Romania, Romea, Romaya out. Of, I will attempt to grapple her and pull her out of the room. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, she, she, he, he could do it because she, she, was, she was too busy watching the kids, so she wouldn't have expected it. Groot, I want you to make a charisma <laughs> saving throw as Thorn reaches towards you. Can't wait to kill some kids. Sorry. <laughs> Well, negative one. Oh, okay, that's good. I had negative one. I got eighteen. Again, he tries to push through, and he's we not need to able to. Out of here! Oh, sorry, dude. No, that that hurt. Like that could cause a lot of problems. But what about our bones? He's gonna leave us here. We'll we, bury okay. your bones. Yeah, we could do the I, bones. I, I literally pull like... Romea Maya out of the room if she, she lets can... me still talk to them. This is true, but, like, I'm pulling you probably by the horn. <laughs> first thing I could grab. Before we can take them, we first have to find a way out. But I promise you that 
if we can, we will we will bury them. Who is carry going to carry the bones? I think Groot has like inventory. I'll do it. You're able to like take like take one of the blankets, kind of wrap them up. Yeah. Make sure not to mix them <laughs> together. It's two blankets then. Just stuff them in their in, in his sleeping bag. <laughs> stuff them down his robe. Yeah, like this. Okay. None of their possession refreshed, so they just kind of watch helplessly as you collect all the bones. I was wondering what those rolls were. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> yeah. And before you leave, she goes, You sure we can't come with you? You'll be able to use our spells. You can tell, like, you see little ghost tears appearing. They fall through the floor <laughs> when, they, when they fall the cheek. As Romeo pulls her horn and head away from Horace, she's like, dust herself off. She'll, like, peek her head back into the room. <laughs> Somebody needs to stay here to protect the house. But whatever's in you the just... base, but whatever's in the basement already protects the house. The monster. You don't like the noises it makes every night. You want to leave. What if we took care of the monster? Thorn goes. We could help. I don't want you two to get hurt. And for a reason, they just can't roll a six, so they just just kind of fade away. And hear a voice says, "You're probably gonna die like the others." Jesus Christ! Like the others, the others, the others, <clears throat> the others. And the and the wolf that Thorn was playing with drops to the floor and makes one last howl. Wow! What a bunch of delightful children. See them being pretty cheesed off of like what's going on. Gentle like, folk, when a ghost attempts to possess you, you leave the premises. Ah! Just kind of frustratingly just paces in the hall. I mean, I personally have no idea about any of these things. I kind of stick a little bit more to like sciencey magic, not so much occulty magic. There is a difference, you know. That's fair. Yes, that's fair. Oh, they were just kids. Their powers probably weren't that great anyway. But you have liked to find that out. You well, feel like I a static shock that. on your on your back. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> they did mention the basement, and I think that's probably where we need to go. Although I would like to check out that room that Rose was talking about. You kind of got the impression that the that's where the secret passage. Yeah, we never actually found an entrance to the basement, did we? Nope. Seems to be two more doors here, though. Should we check those out, see if they go to the basement? Worth a shot. Perhaps it loops around when we go upstairs one more floor, just ends up in the basement. Oh, that'll be or the first floor, that'll be fun. <laughs> Minerva just kind of, like, pops open the door facing north. Um, and, like... Just, just to like look at it really quick. Uh, what do I see when I open the door? 
Seems to be similar to the other spare bedroom that you saw, but a little smaller. Contains a, a, a slender bed, a nightstand, a rocking chair, an empty wardrobe, and a small iron stove. Interesting, seeing a stove in a bedroom. Minerva's going to walk in to look around. Uh, eyeing the rocking chair as she walks in, because she's expecting it to start rocking. <laughs> I'll save you, Miss Minerva, and I'll I'll step in and put the. Um, yeah, I'll make room for Sir Horace. Oh yeah. no, you it's up there. <laughs> I'll step in and put the rocking chair on its side. There, job well done. I dust my hands off. Thank you. Um, just gonna so the the wardrobe's empty. Gonna just quickly look under the bed and fluff the blankets. Yep. Um, I like the other room. Nothing of interest is. Is here a quick glance glance around. Can't believe how happy I am. There's not a single ghost in here. Uh, and then the last thing would just be to open the stove door to see if there's anything left in the stove door. It's empty. Just all right. Just well, ash. Like remnants of ashes in there, like it's been used. I was about to say, like just old ash. Yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. Well, it seems like it's just one door left. Are you up for looking into it, Sir Horace? If I must, I must. I ho, I ho. Must you? I must now open go. every oh. door. Now, everyone, be alarmed. There are no ghosts in this room, even though it looks like there are several ghosts. I assure you, they are just blankets. Uh, this dusty chamber is packed with lumpy, squat shapes draped in dusty white sheets. An old iron stove stands against the right side of the wall. Next what looks like a large trunk <laughs> covered by a sheet. I'm not sure why you think those look like ghosts. None of the ghosts we've seen so far look like that at all. Traditionally, ghosts look like people wearing sheets. I've met several of them. I'll I've just have to believe you on that one. Yes. <clears throat> can move you oh. all in here. Miss Ramaya, where was the... Uh... Special room that you had noted? It was approximately it was... right here. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm gonna try feeling around the wall and everything. Oops. Yeah, I see what looks to be a, a mirror um, that's covered up in a sheet where, uh, where Rose pointed out the secret the, the um, secret door. I will remove the sheet. Right. As you remove the sheet, you don't see your own reflection looking at you, no, but no. the figure of the woman you recognize as Elizabeth. Just the stern looking stare and <coughs> the, the instant that it appears, it's gone. You just see your own reflection. Almost like like a flash of lightning, you know, that disappears. Ah, uh, it's just you, Ramaya. Don't worry. What? Of course, I just there's a haggard old woman in that. Uh, I wouldn't say that about you. No, because it wasn't me. But, but it's a mirror. It's it. 
Is it an evil like, mirror? It was like the one. Is it we showing you from the future? Oh, it was um, like the one we. Sorry. Uh, one more thing. Um, you could tell her eyes were looking at the chest in the room. Mm. It's like the the one that we saw with Clara in it. Yeah. <coughs> Except she was much le much less mutilated. Yeah. But um, but not unmutilated. I don't. No, she looked. I, she, I mean, she looked fine. No, for a ghost. I, I think we should take a look in that chest. Would you like me to open it? Well, since you're there, you may as well. Alright. We'll go over to the chest. Minerva talks to Romano's like, he's so good at that, isn't he? He really is. I take the sheet and I just like like the the, uh, the tablecloth trick, even mm -hmm. though there's probably nothing on it. <laughs> Just kicked up a ton of dust, Sir Horace. Yes. <laughs> yep, you see a, a large <laughs> you see a large wooden chunk uh, trunk. You notice that it is unlocked. I cast resistance on myself, and I open the trunk. You are bombarded with the smell of death. For inside the chest, you see the corpse of the nursemaid, Flora. <gasps> Or what's left of her. Whoa. As you remember, she was like missing fingers and ears. Yeah. And all that gnarly stuff. Well. Well. Yes. Uh, uh, so, so about that basement. Yes. I very slowly just close the... Uh, the uh, the chest trunk okay really makes you want to look further into things seeing stuff like that um do you think it'd be worth it to maybe pull the sheets off of the other stuff in here see if there's anything of interest well worse it could be as more dead bodies possibly ghosts so sure i'll just go around and start just taking taking sheets off <laughs> a little less flamboyantly <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining like a room trashing scene. I'm <laughs> actually in this room. Exactly. <clears throat> I cut my hand on the mirror. So it's mostly seems to be like um furniture, like chairs, coat racks, a couple of dress mannequins. The mannequin gives you a little stare because, like, you you think it's alive and it's gonna kill you because it's evil, but it doesn't doesn't move. Any rocking chairs? <laughs> Thankfully, no. Oh, All right. Well, now that we have disrobed this entire room, I say we continue to what I can only assume is the basement from the fourth floor, which is odd. Absolutely. There wasn't anything else around that mirror, Ajoy. Eh, it was just the mirror, basically. Just the mirror, but that's where they said the secret passage was. I'm gonna move the mirror. Okay, yep. As you do, you see another stone slab with a little groove in it that's glowing amber. Amber colored. <sighs> well, well, I think I have one of those. 
take out the amber shard we found. Okay. And unlike the other one, where like you place it in, once you take it out, it's almost like drawn towards it, like you're being pulled closer. Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah, like it starts to glow too, and the closer you get, it's like vroom, 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 vroom. Oh yeah, it doesn't show that it's locked until you click on it. You just yeah. saw that. That's a neat little thing. Good job, Roll Twenty. Making some good improvements. Yeah, I saw a new video where they're they're trying to improve like um like the loading and the and the token stuff. Be able to place stuff outside <laughs> yeah. of the um outside of the map and all that. So oh, that's making, good. Yeah, they're, they're, they said like it's been like ten years since we've first done this. Like it's <laughs> it's time to make some updates. It's time. Yep. All right, I'll put the shard up to the shard hole. All right. Goes in the shard, in the shard hole. <laughs> the shard goes in the shard hole. <laughs> and you place it there and it glows bright for a second and then it dims. Here, click. The shard is glowing slightly, but the the door is stopped and it opens. And you see uh, a uh, spiral staircase leading downward. I'll take the shard after we open it. Oh, everybody hang on to the railings, because as I said earlier, these stairs could just evil trap. It turns into a slide. Don't say it's I'll a... go first, as I have the most armor on, and anybody who falls on top of me will not crush me. Even Groot? Even Groot. Uh, By the way, uh, Groot, you should probably go second. Uh, but who's going to be the big one behind, in case there's some, somebody like behind everybody? Horse is already going down. Alright. Well, I guess I'll go next. Uh, see y'all down... Well, I guess we're just blocking, right? The slide mm -hmm. thing had to happen, Ed, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Ramaya will pick up last. She'll just kind of float <laughs> behind everyone. Well, I should go behind the big guy. I don't have enough space to really fly. I didn't say she was flying. I said she was floating. How do you... What? I don't think you can float. Can hover with my wings. That's a form of flying. With... Oh, never mind. It's for flavor, Mark. It's not <laughs> mechanics. You know how small these places are. That's these, nice. These spiral. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Romaya isn't huge. You know, she's quite small. Well, are, you fairy? <laughs> are you a pixie? No. The world's well, largest pixie. <laughs> so we down the chute. Down the chute. Oh. Could you imagine being a centaur trying to get down the stairs? <laughs> yeah, I, guess... I mean, getting down is one thing. Try to get up them. <laughs> the secret door opens to reveal a narrow, narrow spiral staircase built into a built of age-looking wood within a tight shaft of of bordered stone. The cobwebs fill the staircase as it descends into the darkness below. At least it's not stairs. Right. You guys going down? Yeah. Yep. Yep. We're, we're already stuffed into the, the single room. <laughs> Let's get down. The, the broken cobwebs around you sway like gossamer wedding veils, beckoning you forward as the ancient stairs creak and groan underfoot. The gaping maw of the stairwell draws you deeper, swallowing you up as you descend further down its gullet. You descend one floor, two floors, three. The walls of stone... 
the walls of the stone shaft narrow around you, forcing you to hunch on your shoulders and pull your pull in your elbows to continue downwards. In the darkness, you can only hear the shuffle of your feet, the choking groan of the stairs, and the pounding of your blood in your ears. Finally, after what feels like hours, the descent levels out, and the spiral in the spiral staircase ends at a darkened darkened landing of packed earth. A narrow tunnel supported by aged timber brace age supported by aged timber braces stretches ahead of you. Its stone walls seem seeming to bleed with the deposits of streaked red clay. Eight feet ahead, the tunnel splits, branching to the left and to the right. As your eyes and ears adjust to the cold subterranean corridor, you notice that the tunnel isn't as silent as the staircase above. An eerie, low-pitched sound echoes through the space, and you soon recognize it as a deep, incessant chanting. And we're going to take a little break as I prepare the next room. Gotta set up the whole next map. No, I just want to fix a couple things. I was like, do I want to do, like, torches and light here? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and then we get the question, who's been lighting these every day? <laughs> yeah, I'll be right back. All right. Now I can go... Oh, yeah, go, go get pizza rolls. Uh, pizza tries. Get get a few more of them, anyway. All right, so this place is a little cramped, so maybe a little weird with the, uh, with the lighting. <laughs> yeah. How's Groot doing? Snug as a bug in a rug. Going through the uh, like the the catacombs underneath France, Paris, or wherever they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's like a lot of like dudes. There's like a lot of shouting right now. Um, yeah, so that? you do you do hear what seems to be like chanting, but it's very muffled. Um, and unlike the house above, this seems to be, like, carved out of the earth, and not, like, a structure, per se. Who, who thinks these are ghosts? And who thinks these are alive people? Because there's not a lot of alive people left. Um, I, I don't know. Well, if we follow the, the sound, we'll find out. Do we hear anything that sounds like monsters, or do they just sound like people? Sounds like chanting. Oh yes, the true monster. Man. <laughs> and which way is it coming from? South. <coughs> yeah, it's dusty down here, too. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> which, which direction is it coming from, Joey? South. Joey, did you die? Can you hear me? Now we can. Now we can. Can you hear me? We can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. South. Um, well, that was uh, anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, just because it's a little cramped, I kind of should tell you what's in your immediate area. Yeah. Um, to the. To the west, you do see um, a chamber with a with table and chairs. And to the east, um, seems to be some crypts. 
both here and here. Any any signs outside the crypt? Um, you'll have to go next to one to, to see if anything it's like labeled. The crypt itself, but not like the the mausoleum part. Okay. Well, oh. do we want to look around, or should we join the party of chance? Take our chance, so to so to speak. I'll just say for for uh, brevity's sake, you do see names that say uh, Walter, Gustav, Elizabeth, Rose, Thorn. Which are the ones that I'm near? Those are not which ones are which, but okay. Let's just let's go in order. Uh, uh, the top one, top one is empty, but the one next to you. Oh. Uh, the other one says Walter. Walter. As you look in, swollen, bloody cysts cover the walls of this of this crypt like tumors. From time to time, they pulsate and burst, streams of pus oozing down to collect on the floor. In the distance, you hear an infant's quiet, quiet whispers. Oh, whimpers, sorry. I uh, close the door. Yep, uh, that is a crypt of concentrated evil. I think we should avoid it. <clears throat> I don't think we should mess with those. Should, should we put the kids' bones in their crypt? Or they said outside, I mean, that's, that's true. I mean, we could put them in the crypt. That's a good idea. <laughs> that wouldn't really be buried, though. That's true. Did it, did it, did we go several feet to, like, we, did, we took a passage, like, like, 60 feet in one direction? Shall we? When we when we when we well, came down here. Well, the stairways came went down like four floors. So it's like yeah, directly down. The stairs are right yeah. here if you can't see it. Right. I forget if it said that we travel like we go a certain distance first. Um. Well, it stands to say that we are underground. Yeah, you're definitely is underground. Not, yeah. Is that not buried? It's it's different. This would be burying them within the home that they were left in. I wouldn't feel morally right doing that. Very well. I feel there might be a family plot or something, a mausoleum that maybe they belong in. Well, I'm sure we'll find it once we leave. You can tell like this is where they were to be buried. In but... Point. But the children ask you to bury them outside of the house. Yeah. I don't feel like digging into the walls, so I guess we will take them and we can perform a ceremony after we get out of this miserable place. Now, to the chanting or take the long way? I guess the, maybe the long way? Can I sneak up on the chanting, do you think? If it goes into another side, perhaps. We are on the time limit, though. True, I look at my wrist. It's Good not wearing a watch, point. so it doesn't know what time it is. You hear a... My sundial is broken. Once you look around a bit, you hear the, the grandfather clock ring nine. We've got three hours. Oh, Jesus. Three hours? It's... Any time we wish to look around, or, or do we really want to 
it's a matter of do we want to see what other surprises are down here. I won't lie, the sooner and faster we get out of this house, the better I'll feel. <clears throat> Miss Ramaya, if that's the case, I believe you are in front. I'm in back. Which way is south? No, but I said I was going to be in the back. <laughs> Yeah, but look where you are. It, it, think of the map <laughs> as a metaphorical place where you are standing. Oh, I don't like other DMs' ways of doing things. Grr. Okay. <laughs> it's it's so metaphorical that we have line of sight written into the game. <laughs> I kid. Um, well, if that's the case, would you like me to go first? As of always. Course. As always. Yes. As always. All right. You are our guide. Right, so on either side you see one side uh, Gustav and Elizabeth and then Th um, Rosavalda and Thornbolt. Do you uh, want to explore any ones, of those? These ones are closed. Should we continue? Or should we see if the matriarch and patriarch are home? Well, I certainly know her spirit <clears throat> is wandering about. We haven't seen the father yet, though. No. Yes. Well, let's take a look then. I'll go up to the uh, patriarch. All right. So when you go into the the parents' side, uh, the the side corridor branches against the left and right. Which I don't know if that's where you went, but whatever. A large standing stone slab sealed the entrance to the tunnels on either side, blocking the way forward. The slab on the left is etched with the name Gustav Durst. The slab on the right is etched with the name Elizabeth Durst. The tunnel here is unnaturally quiet, and a thin mist clings to the floor. I will open Gustav's. All right. The crypt beyond the slab contains a stone coffin laying atop a dusty stone briar. Silence hangs heavy over the lonely chamber. Well, the good news is that the, uh, the, the, the coffin is here. Uh, the bad news is it's closed, so I don't know if the, uh, if it is occupied. Hmm. Oh god, did everybody die? Oh good, you're still out here. Well, I don't, I don't know if we need to op open them. I've seen plenty of dead bodies for myself. Well, Does I'm... anybody else think we should maybe open these? Not... Well, I'm not particularly interested. No. I'd rather not disturb the dead if they are actually in there. Um, plus, if they are ghosts or spirits of some sort, they could, they're probably incorporeal. I, I doubt an exit to the building is in there anyway. I'll continue to the next room. Right. This room contains a plain wooden table flanked by long benches. Moldy humanoid bones lie strewn, strewn on the dirt floor. A thick stench of rot and gore fills the chamber, so coppery with blood that you can taste it on your t own tongue. A few dozen moldy bones have been piled into a grotesque and misshapen pyramid in the dark alcove to the south. 
I think we found a shrine. Not the shrine. This place it, is terrible. It's definitely not cool. I'm going to cast protection from good and evil, from evil and good on myself. Last for ten minutes. Okay. Do you have to choose the, the type? Um, protection grants several benefits creatures of those types. I will, I will take, um... Nope, it's just uh, Celestials, Aberrations, Elementals, Fae, Fiends, and Undead. Okay. They disadvantage on attack rolls and can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. So are we are we following him, or is he just wandering off on his I, I assume yes. you're following him, because Mark's only one doing anything. I'm sorry, the map is a metaphor. <laughs> I just know I just put you in random places in the hallway. Yeah, yeah. It's this kind of stuff is really tough because I've I've run this map before on like on table and uh it's like, yeah, no room. <laughs> That's the case I will head over to the dark alcove. Sword and shield out. And I would like to inspect the pyramid of bones. Actually, first I will do detect a uh, divine sense to detect good and evil. Forgot I had that because paladin. Does it give me a sense of good or evil? Um, as in like their alignment. Um, probably really have As an action, you can open your awareness to detect such forces until the end of your next turn. You know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within sixty feet of you that is not behind total cover. Um, there's an undead right above you. I slowly turn around, and uh, I say, "I see the ceiling," and I duck. Yeah, it just and just as you do. Um, a horrific creature, a long flesh-like worm, the breadth and length of a human man, and drops from the ceiling, its flayed muscles split open to reveal flapping, gaping maw, ringed by hundreds of tiny human-like teeth and a gnashing, bony beak. It lets out a high-pitched, gurgling squeal as it hurls itself forward, writhing, tendon-like tentacles lashing towards your face. So because of that spell, you're able to come all the way just as this mutilated body tentacle thing drops from the ceiling and tries to attack you. So everyone, let's roll our first initiative. Uh, it's got one of those uh, octopus mouth things. Yeah. yeah. So imagine Ooh. this, but it's made from a human body split open. I... It's good to recycle? Yeah. <clears throat> See, in, in the original game... Oh no, this is still the same thing. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> no, did you, did you, yeah. <laughs> of course we do rap battle, even though it's a horrific flesh monster. <laughs> horrific flesh monster battle. All right, um... monster. To be fair, whatever I played Strahd, I think we made it to, like, I think for some reason, I don't know if this was a DM choice, but the the thing that you kill at the end in here was in the attic, 
Shush. <laughs> um, twins need to roll. I think I'm chill. Twins need to roll initiative. I did. I did. I got ten. Did you have um, your token? I never got clicked? five. Oh, you. No, I should have clicked it. Like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Groot is there. I don't see. Minerva. Minerva. It is yeah. five, but I haven't been did able to. Did you click to... your token first, though? Yeah. <laughs> Joey, Joey, at this point, just add it manually. I am. Don't worry. Okay, there we go. All right. Yeah, sorry. Trying to help. <laughs> I'm I... trying to hurt. Okay, um, Ramaya, you uh, see this flesh creature spring out from the uh, the larder here. Crabs. Oh, my first in initiative. Oh, shit, I am. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Coffee. gross, creepy, ew, I don't like it. Um, I, uh, it's not a spider. <coughs> um, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> My God, this cough. Um, I'm going to do. I'm gonna cast a spell. Um, um what is that? I don't remember the spells I chose because it was so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you want to switch Sir Horse and you? I will cast Magic Missile. Right, there you that's, go. That's just my re my quick time reaction. I see this thing come out and I'm like, ah! <laughs> just like that. <laughs> uh, I don't need to roll for that, right? It's just... Nope. You roll, th um, roll three times. Damage. It's 1d4 plus 1 three times at level 1. Oh. How unfortunate. Wait, what? why did that only go once? Be because technically you're supposed to only roll it once and apply it three times, but... I mean, I'll take that because then that's six damage. You roll, you roll it three times, so roll it two more times. Ugh. How annoying. Actually, I'm probably glad I did that. I did yeah. That. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 12 damage. Right. I literally doubled it. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you glad you rolled? Yeah. I think Phil does it the other way around, right? Yeah. I don't know which one's the right rule, but I like rolling individually. Yeah. Technically, the the rules as written, because I've seen this before, rules as written is that you're supposed to roll one and take it three times. Yeah. Rules as intended... I think by Jeremy Crawford, somebody asking him is whatever you want. So both yeah. well, it's like um, it's like uh, whatever you crit, like crit damage. Yeah. Right. Phil does it differently than other people do yeah. as well. So. Right, Sir Horse. Anyway. Mark. Mark. Oh, I'm up. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to. This thing registered as like an undead, right? Yes. I'm going to just say that poison probably isn't going to do much to it, so I'm just going to go ahead and swing my morning star at it. 19 to hit. 19 hits. Uh, for a nice 9 damage. Smack it across its, uh, its tube. Just like blood and gore just splattered against the wall next to it. And, uh, I'm gonna. Mark wants to move, but I'm gonna stay here because Sir Horace is the front line. 
Let's uh, screech. And we'll attempt to uh, attempt to lash out with his tentacles. Does it get disadvantage against you since you disadvantage for for the ten minutes since I did it? Yes. All right. Rolls a twenty. Well, that just about hits <laughs> for six slashing. I'm down. <laughs> No, I can't. I'm fine. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> then ha- when it ha- as it has you wrap as it has you um wrapped in its uh its tentacles, which you when you look down, it's actually like bits of intestine that's being wrapped up. It's like one of my Japanese animes. It will pull you with your with its beak and roll an eleven. Does it look similar uh, to like the fleshy crap we've been seeing outside the windows? Um. I mean, it's definitely grotesque and mutated, but you can okay. tell this is like a, a human body that's okay, like been like flayed open and its insides are like coming alive and stuff. It was attempt. It was attempting to grapple me. You said no. It's, well, I mean, what was the eleven for? For for the beak attack. Oh, that'll miss. Yeah. I stick my my mace handle in its mouth so it can't bite down. All right. All right, Grood. Rude's gonna throw a vine whip at this guy. Vine whip! For nine! Uh, nine will miss, though. This this body is just too slippery. Usually I'm better at this. It's because I'm surprised. Okay, look, fine. <laughs> right, view. This thing's looking really, really hurt, though. Really bloody. Well, yeah, it's a dead body walking yeah. out. Bun. Oh, right, that's me. Come on, guys, find DD now. Come on. Stop I treating us like we're the hot pockets that you forgot about. <laughs> I didn't set a timer. He's just, he's just so hungry. <laughs> he's like, oh, I can't think. Oh. Yeah, I did forget to eat for most of two days. Uh, Man. Are you like a piece of paper? Like, as soon as a piece of paper? Oh, Katie, no. I'm soaking wet. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, that is... What kind of time do I need for that again? Ah, okay. Um, yeah, well... No, that won't work. Okay, so... I'm going to... Uh, Swerver over here. And... I, um... I forget... The, uh... Things weren't grappling horrors, right? Correct. Okay. So I'm just going to, uh, attack it with a booming blade. Alright. Uh, Alright, so... Attack. Eight will miss. That stinks. What what would have happened? I believe it is still active. Um, Yeah, it does... uh, um, Until I hit something, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Minerva. Uh, Minerva's gonna be like, oh my god. Um, quickly pull out her crossbow, and I would like to do a crossbow attack. Did you see that? No. It's a seven, so nobody wins, (laughs) but. You could have lied. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to. That's no fun. Yeah. <laughs> um. But um. So I while well, fumbling to shoot it. Yeah. 
This is so gross, you can't hit it. So alarming to look at. Remias, He's going right through the bone and flesh gaps. Remias, you're turning in. Uh, just, uh, Do that missile thing again, quick! <laughs> yeah, no, uh, oh god, the harmony is about my stuff. Yeah, don't, yeah, remember this. Don't, 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 yeah, don't do it. In this hit. game, more than any oh, other, wait. we're gonna have, like, um, uh, full adventuring days. So, like, we're gonna have, like, multiple encounters in places like this, yeah. so. Uh, I will, instead, <laughs> use a cantrip. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, oh, will that shit? You probably have Firebolt, right? No, I don't. No. I have Chill Touch, and something tells me necrotic damage isn't gonna do a damn thing against this thing. I'll give, I'll give you a little spoiler, the, the undead was this flavor because it's a body, it's not actually an undead. Oh, okay. Yeah. That... <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> I have to roll the hit this one. And not all undead are, um, um, it means like, like, no, I just a lot of that's yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see if that hits 15. 15 does hit hey, one damage. So it's 1d8 necrotic damage. It can't regain hit points until the start of my next turn. Uh, and if it if I hit an undead target, it has disadvantage on hmm. attack rolls against me. Okay. <laughs> It doesn't, that I think it matters. It does undead for that purpose, but yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Three. Three necrotic. necrotic damage. So it's just like this hand. Very dainty looking skeletal hand. <laughs> kind of wraps I'm, around I'm, it. I'm going like to panic and it. I'm going to go ahead and poison spray this thing. I will just like burp out just a thing of poison. Um, I need it to make a constitution save. Rolls a 14. Uh, meets it, beats it. That is exactly what it needed. I'm like, oh God, get this thing off of me! Um, don't think I have any bonus actions. It's not actually grappling you, but... Right, right, right. But I'm going to so you know. stay... I'm going to just take the brunt of everything. I'm going to just try and take the thing, because it still has disadvantage of attacking me. <laughs> That'll be my turn. We'll attempt to... Wrap his tentacles around you again. With a... The six will miss. Usually, yeah. You push it away. So it doesn't have a chance to try to bite you. Right, Groot. Groot's gonna go for another vine whip. Totally got it this time, guys. Don't worry. Here it comes. Deed is on your shoulder, oh, like, cheering you oh, on. Oh, no. Seven will miss. Just need to kill this thing. It's got like probably like one HP left. <laughs> it's all on the it, it's on the elbow, not the wrist. I got, <laughs> thanks, dude. Oh, jeez. Kurt's got performance anxiety. Yeah, I think that. We haven't done this in a while. Right, view. All right, I shall try going stabby again. Twenty-four. Hey. That's a Twenty-four hit. Twenty-four hits. Because right. that does negative damage. <laughs> uh, oh wow! Eleven piercing and. Yeah. Uh, how does this work? All right, so uh, uh, plus five thunder. Uh, I think that's. 
Um, that, yeah, that, that is if it moves. Yeah. Oh, it moves. Right. Okay. You do stab it. And um, I should have said this with you, Horus, but um, it doesn't seem to do as much damage as you would think with, with your blade. But as you pull it out, um, the stab begins to like vibrate. So it, if it moves, it's in, it's in trouble. Right, Minerva. It's looking very hurt now. Oh, gross. Ugh. Uh, she's reloading her um, crossbow. Yeah, I'm just going to go for another uh, crossbow hit. Okay. I got a six. No, oh, 11. 11 misses. Uh, God. Uh. You're the worst. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. I'm better when I'm at a workbench than not for the field. Ugh. This Anyways. thing is trying to eat me. Don't worry, you little dummy. I'll help you. <laughs> All right, Maya. Oh, jeez, Lapete. Um, oh, just another another chill touch. Just give it another squeeze with my little skeletal hand. D&D Beyond, can you function? Oh, that's not gonna hit. Just kidding. Haha. <laughs> and misses. Yeah. Horace, you're in the way! I'm trying to <laughs> not let it eat anybody else! Uh, and I'm just gonna go ahead and smack with my star again, because... Come on! Okay, 17. 17, that one hits. Max damage, 11. Eleven, all right. Smack it so hard, it goes back into this little cubby and just splatters against the wall. All the organs and all the organs that have like spines and teeth on it just ooze out of the body and onto the ground. It wiped my forehead. Is everyone okay? Have I saved everyone? I I'm I'm physically okay, but like, I'm like my ego's a little hit. Not just gonna point that out. Uh, I, th I think I think we all got hit with our with our ego. Miss Minerva, I apologize for my tone there. I was afraid of being harmed and everything else being harmed. It was ungentlemanly of myself, unchivalrous. Well, you were under a lot of stress. I mean, I was too. You're still a dummy, though. But I'd prefer it if you weren't in such dangerous circumstances going forward. Although, given that there's a beast set up to kill everyone in here, it seems like we're gonna have to go through a little bit more of that to get out of this house. It is my calling. It is my calling. I'm gonna go ahead and lay my ha lay on hands myself for the six I lost. Huh? Well, that thing was disgusting. You see me touch myself. Gross. And that was also disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Who do you suppose that was? Uh, Maybe one of the servants. Sacrifice. Yeah. Something. Could Give me a one. medicine check if you want to look over the body. I'll do that. I'm very disturbed by the thought that it used to be a hood. Oh, damn, Groot! <laughs> that medicine's actually hey. my thing. <laughs> Hey, you kids want to see a dead body? Yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> so you look at the spot where, like, the head used to be, 
and there's like a bit of um, like skin still attached, and you see the distinct mustache of Gustav still attached. I believe this is Mr. Gustav's very waxed handlebar mustache. Is that what you think? Because that's what I think too. Like it's so oh, Gustav. True. You were getting was... that answer. Gustav, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gustav um, got turned into this. Remind me again. How's Gustav? Is that the husband? That that was the patriarch. Yes. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. So like, he. I guess this is what happens when you mess around. You would definitely find out what your wife's capable of. That's the husband. I hate to see what the wife is like. That means that, okay, so the kids are upstairs. Kids, got, kids, so they're fine. They, we got their bones in a bag. The husband's gone. How many people are left that like potentially might mess us up? Well, let's see. There, how many? How many bedrooms did we find? Probably two servants' quarters, the matriarch, the child's room, the nurse, and the kids. Found the nurse in the chest. Patriarch. Um, yes. Patriarch, kids. So, so it's just the wife. And possibly any other servants, but the, I doubt they just had one. Okay, well, cool. Onward and upward, downward. Downward. Um, I think we're forgetting that list of recruitments with a variety of names on it that didn't relate to anyone in the uh, family, so maybe they're here as well. <sighs> were any of the names crossed out? If they were crossed out, they were probably not recruited. Didn't even think about that recruitments list. Oh, jeez. Maybe, I guess I'm screaming? Let's... Perhaps that's who's chanting. Gosh. I guess we're gonna go find out. Should I lead the way again? And my undead uh, defense thing is still up for a total of ten minutes, Joey, so you can tell me when that's maybe over. Um, It says instead of total, if it's not total cover... Like, what That's, was the... Uh, no, the, the sensing only happens for one. I meant the defense, the uh, the protection from evil and good. Okay. But the undead sense is still still up? No, that was on, on for just one turn. The protection is up for ten minutes. Okay. Your protection lasts for ten... No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Alright, Sir Horace, as you step downward into hallway you hear the you feel like the ground begin to tremble and you see a a rotting arm a hand rise up from the uh from the ground in front of you as three undead rise up oh this is horrifying <laughs> rise up from the dirty floor that's the worst part. The floor is dirty. <laughs> and they reach out toward you and go brains and well attempt to eat you. Let's roll for initiative again. Joke's on you, I'm the brawn. And the beauty Yeah.
One, two. Yeah, I've moved to the roll 20 dice, and I am very much liking them over the D&D uh, &D Beyond ones, because when they hit a wall, they bounce off them. <laughs> whenever yeah, I'm just rolling, um, whenever I'm just rolling dice, beyond, I use roll twenty. The Beyond Twenty um, extension, I think, messes yeah, up. Yeah, it breaks physics. it so they uh, they they lose their um, friction, yeah. their, um, kinetic energy or whatever. Weird, but yeah. What do you roll, Minerva? Nine. Nine. Is your is your like add on? on like is it working i don't i don't think so uh yeah because i didn't have this trouble last game do you see the little red um beyond 20 icon like the the red dice with the b on it on the top right? Oh. um no i don't yet all right next time we'll have to make sure that's installed yeah Okay. Ooh, un unlucky the the ghoul that's in front of you is up first. It's okay with me. And we'll attempt to bite Sir Horus for disadvantage. A disadvantage of seventeen. Uh, oh wait, so hold on, hold on, sorry, seventeen. Twelve. Also misses. Your turn. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and smack it out of a uh, out of a uh, reaction. Uh, seven. I saw you might be able to see because of line of sight, but there's another one right here and right here. I, yeah, I can I can see one of the other ones, but you, I, you did say three, so seven probably isn't gonna hit even a zombie. No, well, not zombies, but yes. Yeah, these aren't zombies, but it yeah. wouldn't even hit a zombie, so. Gascar start rolling better. I will back up. Or else. Oh my God. Uh, we've got company. Again. Like everything all of a sudden all at once. This is too much. <laughs> That'll be my turn. Right, view. Okay, um... So this is a little unique because it is like a cramped hallway with one door. So preparing attacks and spells might be useful here. Yeah. Uh, I am going to move back here to oh, one more. Okay. Yeah. Uh, to um, get line of sight, and I'm going to uh, uh, pulls out his. Uh, uh, pulls out his violin and uh, plays a little thing that casts uh, fairy fire down the hallway. Uh, so they... Really? It's a deck save? Uh, uh, DC 13 uh, for a with a uh, 20 foot cube, which uh, I'm hoping uh, grabs the, uh, the ghouls. Grabbed by the ghoulies. Wonder if it wraps around corners. Uh, it doesn't. But if I aim it right there, it should grab it. Can you see that? Aim it where? Or 
Wait. There's a wall. There's a wall here. Yeah. Yeah, I am standing there then. Uh, I was able to see it in my original spot. Okay, yeah. I see. That's better, yeah. Very fire. Uh, Dex save? Uh, Dex save DC 13. First one rolls a 5. Rolls a 19. Rolls a 15. So the first one... First one is glowing bright pink. You see, like the bright, a bright pink glow come from the door now. He's a sparkly. That's concentration. All right. Yep. Groot. Uh, that's my action, so can't do anything else. All right, Groot. All right, I can't even see what anyone's doing over here, so I'm gonna walk over this way. Let's see if I can see. Oh, whoa! There's a scary guy. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple down there. So, like I said before, um, a situation like this may want. I mean, you can see it, so it doesn't really matter. But like, you yeah. can prepare a spell. I don't know if you've done that in other games. That means you can say like, no. as soon as I see a creature appear in the doorway, I'm going to cast like a firebolt or or oh, a thorn whip. Yeah. You can you can ready an action. That action can be casting a spell. However, so, you are considered casting the spell while you are ready. So yes, if you cast a spell, even if that happens or not, you still cast it. So keep that in mind. Or it still counts as being cast. Mm, okay, I get it. Yep. Well, I'm I'm just going to do a thorn whip again. Come on, please. Right. Yeah, the is there? Yeah, the extra glowy guy. Um, since he's behind the other one, it's um going to be harder to hit. Much harder. Never mind. Okay, then we're doing the regular guy. Here we go. Yeah, 22! That hits. I told you I'm good at this stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah, got a then... 22! Yeah! Oh, yeah. Like a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Groot's super excited, so then he really, like, rips on it when he feels it hitting the guy. And... That's much damage! It's six! Alright. He gives a little, uh... Oh, yeah, these are there. Yeah. Do you want to pull him forward? Mm, I No, I don't, because I think that just makes things bad for Sahoros. Okay, yeah, with Thorn Whip, you can pull something 10, yep. feet, 10 feet forward. Yeah. I forget the so, other one where you put So it's a little weird, but you could pull him like in front of Theo, basically, if you wanted to. Don't want to do that. If you want to. <laughs> That, that is the end of my turn. Right. So, Jazz, we did it. I did it. The school is going to shamble over the one in the middle of the hallway, the one that's glowing. And will attempt to claw at Sir Horace. It was a 14. Disadvantaged? Well, 14 still doesn't hit, so. Yeah. Block with your shield. Right, Nerva. Um, I, was look, I was looking through her things that it's so she confused different stuff. All she has is like light and. <gasps> I have greens. Um, yeah, I've never really done spells before. So, how how does Tasha's caustic brew work? That's a straight line, I think. A thirty-foot right. straight line. If I remember correctly. 
So uh, you thirty foot line. Yeah, yeah, so that won't be helpful here. Okay, thanks. Is that the witch's brew? A witch's brew. If you get here, you might be able to hit like two of them. Yeah, if if you move here, you'll be able to hit the two of them. If you move right here. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try that. So Minerva jumps over the table, and then Sinsun's like, "Don't worry." I've got these, and then we'll grab something from her belt, uh, which will just be like, I'm imagining it's just like little potion, like spherical potion uh, glass bottles that she would then throw on the ground and smash. It, you, you kind of uncork it, and then like, oh, this is a bunch of poison sprays that look like a fire hose. Oh, nice. Mentos cannon. Um, okay, so what is what do I do? Is it a... Is it... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna find that out. You're gonna have to tell uh, me since like... I guess Dexterity the, uh, saving throw or be covered by acid for the spell's duration or until a creature scrapes or washes it off. A creature covered in acid takes a 2d4 acid damage at the start of each of its turns. Yeah. So dex save initially. Yeah. It is a concentration wow. up to one minute. Fortunately, both roll, both roll 20s. It's a dex saving of 13. Yep, well, they roll 20s. <laughs> They're so good. Yep. I'm like, oh, I can't believe I used that. Uh, and then so for that, and that, do I fill a, a spell slot or what? If, do you, I if you really? if you press the cast button, it should uh, it, it should check off a spell slot automatically. But if it doesn't, then yes, it uses a spell slot. So you'll you'll check it off. I'm gonna just click again. Looks well, that so. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, did, no, okay, thank you. Okay, cool. yep. Just, like, damn it! Every well, time! Um, and then we'll end her turn. That's spellcasting. Yep. That's why you have to be careful with, with spells, because they could not do anything. Is there a on failure? Nope, I don't think so. Right? You see another ghoul kind of, like, try to shamble over its... His partner, he like just try to claw claw through him, and he goes, "We used to be beautiful, beautiful." Does one of them have a key in the back, like a mechanical key? It's a totally different voice. Uh, <laughs> Romaya. Uh, I can't see anything that's freaking happening over here. Um, okay, I'm gonna take a little leap up onto the table here. Hup, hup. Um, and I'm going to... Um... God. Spells suck. Uh, why did I decide to play a sorcerer? <laughs> um, uh, I'm just gonna do chill touch. Meta magic. Yeah. Meta magic. <laughs> yeah, once you get meta magic, it's gonna be cool. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna try to chill touch this one, I guess. Since right. I can see him, I can't really see the others. It's a dexterity. Got advantage. Uh, no, it's rule to hit. Okay. Oh. Advantage, because that's the, uh,. Oh, it, it, yeah, it is that advantage. It's the glowing one. 18. 18, that hits. I just realized he's really... Why am I doing necrotic damage? Oh, well. Five. 
five. Not bad. Did it look like it fully affected him? It did. Hell yeah. Mm. <coughs> it healed him for five damage. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. It's her horse. Uh, first off, I realized that my protection is uh, uh, concentration, and I did get hit a while back, so I'm going to roll for concentration save right now. Right. And I pass it, so. Uh, that should be good. So I'm going to go ahead and continue with just... I mean, just keep going on this. Only one of them can reach, so uh, advantage roll on the pink. Hit the pink one with the... Oh, my God. 11? Is that enough? No. Oh, and I'll, I'll just stand here. Just be like, it's... i I too tall for this. I need more room. And we, get, we get advantage. I roll with advantage. Oh, I only saw one number. Okay. Yeah, it only... I, I rolled it the normal way, um, so D&D Beyond only pipes over the, um, right. uh, the, the, the higher number. Right, Vio. Alright, shuffle my way around, and, uh, I, can I lean around and attack him? Oh, the one in the... He's, he's gonna be, going he's gonna have partial cover. Okay, yeah. Well, so do I, because I'm beside Horus. <laughs> so... Oh, that's advantage. Being around corner like that, I usually do, like, quarter cover. Since it's kind of awkward. Uh, 20. 20 hits. There we go. And I can't do Blooming, blooming Blade because I'm already concentrating, so... A wonderful four piercing. Four piercing, alright. Alright, Groot. Gertrude. Gertrude. Sam, you there? She has uh, stepped to the side really quick. She's almost back. She's just sitting down. She... Yo! Okay. Yo. So the glowy one's in view right now. Yep. That's the one I'm going to run up this time. We're throwing up, sorry. 18. 18 hits. Yeah! Six again! Six damage. It's looking pretty hurt. Eat this, brain eater. It's the end of my turn. <laughs> right, it took that hit from that side, so it kind of looks in that direction and sees Minerva from the corner of a the corner. He's going to try to reach around. It's her horse and attack her. You hear him go, We are perfect, we are immortal! He tries to claw at Minerva. So you get some cover, so you get plus two. Rolls 13. Couldn't hit me if you tried, ugly. Your imperfections are gonna have to do better than that. Alright, how do you respond? It's your turn. So I'm assuming the hand, or it's like it's very close now. It's just like, well, these stupid bolts are nothing but dolts right now. And then quickly pulls out her um, her dagger and stabs at the 
Right. And we'll say its hand is right there, so you have a clear shot of its hand as it's trying to slash at you. Yeah! And goes for... Well, seven. Seven. Ah, damn. Oh, I I refreshed the browser. It's it's working now. I'm on my wit and I can't hit. Duh. End of my turn. Ramaya. Uh, you still have I your guess, magic. I guess I will. Uh, God, I don't have any like ranged weapons. Now, yeah, I guess I'll just do. I'm a, I'm a sorcerer. I don't need weapons. Um, yeah, I just <laughs> chill touch again. I suppose. Right. Hope for the best. Roll with advantage. Oh, okay. Oh boy! Woohoo! <laughs> Nine. You guys are not rolling well tonight. No. Nope. Groot's picking it back up, but yeah. <laughs> so Horus, you're in. You're in. You're holding the line, but your yeah, allies aren't are doing anything. I don't want to drop my thing and like do another like like a bless or something because I want that holding the line. If you need me to back up, let me know. Uh, just gonna go ahead and morning start again. Why not? Oh my god. Another 11. 11 with advantage. Uh, this happens to everyone. Not just me. Vio. Does anybody want me to back up or do you want me to hold the line? Well, if you back up, it'll attack you. I, I can take that. I can, it'll, it'll... It's up to you guys. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Right, Vio. Remember, you are a bard. Yes, there's special stuff you can do. What's that? Like bardic inspiration. Oh yeah, forgot about that. It really would have helped. <laughs> nah, I doubt it. Okay. No, the stabby stab. I think it's a bonus action. If you want to do that? Yeah. It's a hit. It's a hit. One Roll more time, just to see crit. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Nope. Yeah. Lousy four. Um, but I'll give inspiration to Grood. Grood? Yeah! Is that a D4 or D6? Uh, I think it's a D4. Uh, you double check, no. maybe a D6. I think it's a D4, and then it goes up to a six? It's D6. There's a little. You see this violin. Um, and one of the macros is a is the violin in the corner. That's for bardic inspiration. In the, in the bottom left, if you have them activated, if not, just go to the active. Just go to the macro. Right, that means you can add a d6 to any attack or saving throw roll. Gonna do it right now. I forget. Do you have? You have to. You can, do, you can you can roll first, but it's before you know the results of the roll. But or, it's after my. Before Wait, you know so if no, it hits or, or misses. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Before the DM tells you. Yeah. Uh, also remember, you've got advantage on this one, so you can attack twice anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I'm probably going to use it now. Well, first, yeah, first roll, advantage. Okay. If you roll low, you may consider using Bardic Inspiration. Okay, I suppose that's true. Okay, here we go. 
13. Well, again. Got advantage. 19. Okay. Yeah, you know 19 hits. I do. Now I'm going to put the Bardic Inspiration on this one. Well, it's not uh, the it's not the attack. It's only to hit. So. Oh, sorry. I thought when it'll last for like ten minutes, so you can you can hold on to it. Okay. Two. Just nickel and dime in the thing. Yeah. The, taking um, off like not even fingers, just parts of the fingers. How does this thorn whip kill this school? It latches around its neck, and the thorns, as it's drugged back, saw its neck off, so that way its head just falls to the ground. <laughs> it reaches for its head, like, where'd it go? And it falls over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's actually, like, a saw trap. These starts headbanging, like, that's metal. Yeah, like, that's hard to the core. <laughs> Alright. Nerva. Well, that was dreadful, but it's good to know that they can die. Uh, Minerva readies her um, crossbow and goes for a shot. I'm like, please, someone, let this hit. And shoots. Right. 16. 16 hits. 8. <gasps> and 11 damage. Oh, nice. Nice. A piercing, yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Starting to think we'd all die down here. School pushes forward. Yeah, we're gonna die down here. <laughs> this one hasn't been hit yet. We'll attempt Bring it on. To, we'll claw. What's his butt? Sir Horse? Roll a seven. Sir Horse. Nope. Right, Ramaya. Dale, mate. Uh, okay. <clears throat> 14th verse, same as the first. And after this session, if you want to change your cantrips, I'll let you once we level up. Okay. Um, well. Normally, for I some don't... reason, like you're not allowed to change cantrips. It, that's an optional rule that they've now changed. Oh, is, is it? Okay. So. Yeah. yeah, everyone I've known has always let you. Depending on what, like, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um... Really can't see the other one, huh? Um, what is this? Oh, that's not very big at all. Okay, I guess I'll just keep chill touching. Right. You get a chill touch, and you get a chill touch. So, because I can just see him, so it's like over Horace's shoulder. Oh my god. That one! one. <laughs> Sorry, Horace. <laughs> Your fingers oh, go no. numb. Alright, Sir Horace. Turn around and hit Ramaya now. Um, Alright, I'm tired of this, so I'm actually going to drop uh, my protection and I'm going to bless Vio Minerva and Grood. D4? That'll be a D4, yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stay right here. Right, you raise your holy weapon. Radiates. 
momentarily blinding light, and then Minerva, Romea, and Grood feel blessed. So this means the you power add... power of all you, gods! You add a d4 to every attack roll. Yep. But it is concentration. So Correct. Right view. So make good use of it right now. Bun. Bun. I know, I'm clicking on stuff. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> Can't see you, so when you don't say anything, you don't know. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I have pushed to talk, so. Yeah. Alright, um, since I no longer have concentration, I'm going to attack uh, this time with uh, Boon Blade. And fail like, miserably. I, I, I gave the D4 to Vio, not Ramaya. Oh, thanks to Ramaya, sorry. That is a Minerva, sorry. Uh, what, D, uh, what D4? You get a plus D4 from your oh, blast. Sweet. Roll, roll that beautiful bean footage. Yeah. That hits. Yes. Alright, so this thingy. There you go. Uh, that and uh, this for if it decides to move, which I doubt it. Why not roll twice? Yeah, I don't know why this has two things there. Right, oh, uh, for rapier. Grood. Sam. My forgot to put down my thing. Um, so I'm going to vine whip this dude. Yeah. Sorry, thorn whip. Yeah. Remember, you do have your um, your starry forms. I do, but I feel like we're gonna fight some other guy before a long okay. rest happens. You get two of them, I think, at this at this level. So just just so you know. Yeah, I I did see them there, and I'm like, I feel like, but I also feel like in video games when you save all of your items till the end boss, and they just don't even use them. All, <laughs> yeah. That may also happen. Yeah. Um, My potions are useless at the end of the uh, of the game, but I'm still gonna keep all 99 of them. <laughs> uh, 14 hits. Really? Yeah, like okay. don't be scared, like to use stuff like that, but you know. Okay. It is a limited resource, and you want to save at least a little bit for whatever's at the end. Yeah, whatever nice thing is there. Yeah, there's something at the end. Yeah. yeah. Can you pull a fort? Uh, no, no. Keep them there. Okay. Nerva. Uh, Minerva is going to... Well, the, that crossbow worked pretty well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's gonna lock in another and, one. And you have like, crossbow oh. experts. So that means you can attack at melee range. Nice. That may penalty. So one, okay, so that it, that one on the diagonal is close enough. Yeah. All right. So I am going to. It uh, is behind partial cover, so it's mm -hmm. gonna be a, a tiny bit harder to hit. Okay. So I am going to attack with my dagger first. Well, you only get one attack. No, is it? Is it like? Sorry, you have a hand crossbow. Thing? It's a light crossbow, so it's when using attack action with the one hand. Sorry, one second. Yeah. And a weapon, you well, can use a bonus action to attack with the 
crossbow. Oh. What, what that is specific, specifically is is a one-handed crossbow, which is a hand crossbow, not a light crossbow, not a heavy crossbow. That's what that specifically says. Oh, okay, so I have crossbow light. Yeah. It's two-handed, we'll so that's correct. Yes. Yeah, um, we'll get you a hand crossbow at some point. <laughs> same damage, half the calories. Yeah. Well, what's the difference between them? Is there a damage difference? Yeah, one smaller and can be held in one hand and is a light weapon. I mean, I'm just wondering what the what the damage difference is. I... See your hand cross. Well, does does the dagger hit though? It does. Oh, because I, I was just saying, if it's the same damage, I'm just going to let her have it. Um. One d six piercing for the hand crossbow. Yeah. Light crossbow is probably. 1d8, yeah. Okay, yeah. If you want to get a, a hand crossbow at some point, you can. Yeah. I, mean, I know I... The, the repeating shot is also something that would be nice later. Yeah. But, um, alright, I, I, I hit it, and I hit it this hard. Not very hard <laughs> at all. No. Uh... Go, go to stab it, it mostly hit the wall. Once we level up, if you want a hand crossbow instead of a light crossbow, just let me know. Yeah. Maybe we can switch it out. Alright. Alright, end of my turn. Cool. Continues to slash forward and goes. He goes, help us live forever. Has a normal attack on me now that I'm concentrating on a different spell. Alright. I'll claw at you. Roll 11 will miss. Alright, Ramaya. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah, I know the, I mean, the battles where they're indoors aren't always exciting. <laughs> same old, same old. 24! There you go. Yay! This is another chill touch, by the way. Oh my. F oh my god. They were lulling you into a false sense of hope. Seriously. He's looking bloody, though. That's good. I want to be looking Most dead, dead again. Yeah. Death of, by a thousand cuts. <laughs> Free action, I've visibly grown. Or audibly grown. Um, I can attack it, or I can try and knock it down to give everything advantage. But if it's almost dead, I'm gonna go ahead and. Well, it's it's bloody. I mean, half. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and attack it because that's been working. God damn it. Ten will miss. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> right, view. Okay. When you were casting Booming Blade, is that a spell or a cantrip? Uh, it is a cantrip that... Okay, um, good. It, it, it's an action, but um, you attack within that action, too. Yeah, I was, I was making sure, because like if you're using a spell for that, that's kind of a waste of spell slots. Alright, but view your turn. Alright. 24. 24 hits. There we go. 11 piercing. How do you kill it? Uh, just a uh, uh, forward strike and just straight into the brain. 
the one he's holding in his hand and about to eat. Yeah. Yes. No malnutrition. Ah. <laughs> All right, Grood. Can I reach this guy from? Yeah, I guess I hit the first guy from there. Yeah, you can see him. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna hit him. Find some cover, but whatever. Punch him in the face with the thorn whip. Fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen. Even with the cover, that hits. Five. How do you Five. kill? How do you kill this one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. With this one, um, I guess it will be more like cut around the ribs area. And, like, it's just such a big yank that, like, the bottom half and the top half separate, and it just falls into two pieces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. So you Darth Mauled it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I did. Darth Maul. Right, how long does Bless last? Uh, Mark? one... Hour? One minute, so it'll, it'll drop. Okay. One minute. Is that all of them? Uh, I'll go see. Yes? Okay, who do you think they were? They said they were pretty at one point, and that they still were. Anyways, it was weird. You look at the bottom, at the bodies, at the bodies' bottom. Uh, they're wearing cultist robes. Wow. Well, they were. They wanted to live forever, and it didn't work. Yeah, that's wow. Which way is the um, haunting or the chanting coming from? Uh, you would see a stairway leading down to the east. I believe it's coming from this way, although interesting things over there, but chanting is coming from over here. I assume it's coming south. Yeah. I think we're ready to go down. I think we're here. Does anybody need any healing? Um, I don't think I got hit. Yeah, me neither. God, they were worse than us. Yeah, they they didn't roll very well either. <laughs> One of those like a big slap fest. <laughs> Duh! I will head on down. You want to head down deeper? Yeah. Blocked <laughs> right, off wall. It's gonna move all your tokens. Yeah. Yes, please. Whoa. Down here. Uh, the dusty stone steps descend past a landing and around the bend until they end in a cold rectangular chamber. A thin, wafting mist clings to the ground, and the wooden cross beams that support the ceiling groan beneath the weight of the house in the underground complex above. The walls of this room are cut with small, chiseled alcoves, each, each holding a strange, ghastly trinket or relic. A corridor with a saggy ceiling exits the chamber and bends out of sight to the right. Past it, you can see the stone slope that descends into a black, murky water. The ghostly chant you've heard since entering the basement is strongest here and seems to be emanating from the other side of a rusted, closed portcullis. You can finally understand the words. They say, over and over again, in ceaseless refrain, 
He is ancient. He is the land. This repeats over and over and over again. He is, he is ancient. ancient. He is he the is land. The land. Can Gru do like an Arcana check or something? Arcana check and seeing the meaning, or or like, uh, like who is there? Like, um, I suppose like who usually does like this type of chant? If I would know, maybe either like a religion or Arcana could work. Yeah. Oh, I, my religion's higher actually. Okay. <laughs> Not that high. Probably. It's definitely cultish, like. Mm, these are cultists. He is ancient. He is the land. He I is ancient. One of the... He is the land. I'm going to take a look at one of these alcoves. The one that I'm just right next to. Pretty, pretty vague, isn't it? Who is this he? <laughs> Only a d10. Or d12, sorry. Or 1d13, because there's 13 alcoves? Yeah, I did a quick time count. Three. Three. You see a dagger with a rat's skull set into the pummel. Yep, yep. I've been around the block a few times. Definitely cult. Cults a cultish. <sighs> Look around. Oh, well. He is ancient. He is the land. He is ancient. He is the land. Do you think he's the land? Do you think he's ancient? We're all snickering in the back. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Guys, this is very serious. It's a cult stuff. Yeah, it's, it's cool sounding. <laughs> My mom says it's cool. <laughs> Oh, it's great art. I love it. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> we came up, we spent all night, night coming up with the phrase. I'll, uh, I'll slide down the slide here. You smack right into the portcullis. Ugh. Hate that. Is anybody going to go after that lug? Are you all right down there, Sir Horace? I am. There's a um, a part cullis here. I'm looking to get a, uh, beyond it. You there, Joey? I'm here. Okay. Uh, can I peer into the room? Yeah. Well, um, hold on. Um, the floor is submerged beneath two feet of dark, murky water that sloshes around your calves and boots. The tunnel forward is blocked by a rusty iron portcullis. Beyond it, it's an, it's iron bars. You can make out the dark outline of a half-submerged chamber, a raised stone dais, and a thick cloud of rolling mist. You try to open the portcullis, like lift it. All right. Go ahead and give me a strength check. Or a um, athletics, probably. Hold on. It's still in the same six. Six. It's definitely not enough. Does anybody have maybe a uh, some some way of? Uh... Rude, you're uh, strong. You... No, you got this. Uh... 
like I'm, I'm not really. I got a sword, but like not. <laughs> I could come down and like help, like the add. Like there's enough room for two big guys down here. You able to squeeze, <laughs> squeeze in? Yeah, let me just. I see any any way of opening it. Lift with your knees. You do yeah. see a um the mechanism that opens and closes it on the other side. Does anybody have a, a mage hand? Maybe a grappling hook. Hey, little dude. And then D's uh, pops out of my pocket. Uh, He's this week. Do you think you can hop over there and get that thing to open the door? He is a squirrel. Looks like, like a wheel not... and not like a button. <laughs> yeah, this is the. Oh, so it's like a crank. It, it's it's yeah, it's crank. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay, what, what if he climbs onto the uh, onto the wheel and runs? <laughs> 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 no, it's definitely too small for a little animal oh, yeah, to do yeah. anything. Um, if you want to try to lift it again, you and Horse and Groot, you can um, do it with advantage. Yeah. Flashback to 20 years ago. Why did we build a portcullis <laughs> with a hamster wheel for the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hamsters don't live that long. We have to keep replacing them. Brace, brace against me. All right. Any, any time, dude. Garbage. Twelve. You lift it up Four like an, an inch, but then it falls back down. You may think this might be just a war of attrition. Okay, let's get back. Is there was there another door or anything back here? There's another way down, but chanting wasn't coming from there. Whoa! He is ancient. He is a land. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> They are very good cultists. Hey, come, come back here. Come back, come back. <laughs> so I guess we're going to head down this way. Yeah. Groot. Okay. So far, it's so clear here. In, in this room, the sound of clinking chains melds with a quaint near... Near imperceptible rustling as you round the bend into a long, darkening, darkened dungeon. Rusted shackles hang patiently from the walls, as if as if waiting to bite into prisoners' flesh once more. So they used to keep people here. It seems like, uh, and then they're gonna start used moving to. down. I don't see anybody in here right now. Yeah, there's, they're all empty. I'll push Vio forward. Yes. Any? <laughs> it's a dead end. Right. Uh, was there any little doors or anything that you saw? You can give me a, a investigation check. I would love to. Oh, a perception check, sorry. Perception. Can I, can I do one too since I'm, I'm yep. here? I got a you better. one, so I won't take anything. Oh, gosh. You did better than me, and I plus three. Uh, 13. 13. Oh, my God. Vio's plus four, and also beat him. <laughs> I'm just not paying attention. <laughs> Anyone else? Can use all the help we can get with this perception check. Okay. 
<clears throat> just, just anybody looking around. Quick, Ramaya, per perceive things. Fifteen. Oh, no, let the person with dark oh. vision. Oh, come there you in. go, Minerva. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Minerva, Minerva flicks takes... down her various spectacles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After combing the room like three or four times, Minerva, you see um, a secret doorway. It was right here the whole time. Oh. Right there. Well, let's go. I open the secret doorway. Thank you for pointing that out, Miss Minerva. Thank you for taking the lead, Sir Horace. As always. Step into the room. Alright. Here we go. <laughs> After you. Everyone walk in the room, please. Yeah, one second. Here, I'll move you also so easier. I can't see the room I'm trying to get into. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Right. I, I really wish there was a a party vision like yeah. variant of this where everybody can see what everybody yeah, sees. If, if you guys want to keep doing it this way, I will. Um, when we do dungeons, but if you want me to just do the manual way, I can start doing that later. I find for, for tight dungeons, it's good to, to do it the normal way. Um, yeah. In like things where vision is going to really matter, then I, I, like, I, I do like to use mm. this kind of thing because it is a neat tool. Yeah. Could just let everyone control every token. That would technically fix it. Uh, and now it isn't as heavily broken as it used to be. <laughs> yeah, it works a lot better. Although sometimes, if you do the um, move to reveal, it um, it sometimes like shows the entire yeah. map. Anyway. Oh yeah. Uh, I use my folders. Oh yeah. Oh shoot, did my... Not prepped? No, I... Oh no. Did you, did you accidentally delete the whole folder? I might have deleted the art of this, um, this area. Uh, Talk amongst yourselves. Well, <laughs> well, so... They say is of is the land but this is obviously the sea representation of the sea Four corners i don't of the ocean. think that's how this works so i i i've met many cultists in my time and they're always with this weird metaphor sort of thing minerva's just gonna insight check because you keep saying you've done this before but now she's starting to wonder if you actually have <laughs> go for it you got 24. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know, yeah, like, yeah. the cultist. And... He has so done I, this before. Have you seen cultists do this before? Yes. Okay, fair. And then she'll be like, you, and then, oh, can't believe you. Later we find out that he, he refers to anybody religious as a cultist. Ooh, that's good. The only difference is popularity. I think what happened is I made a duplicate of the page that I thought I did, but I actually didn't. Yeah. So I just replaced it with something. So, sorry about that good um but can you see the, the map yep okay yeah or the backdrop backdrop yeah uh the smooth masonry walls of this 40 foot square room provide excellent acoustics so groove you can do your rock and roll here <laughs> um <laughs> featureless stone stone yeah. pillars support the ceiling and murky water covers most of the floor stairs lead up 
to a dry to dry stone ledges that hug the walls. In the middle of the room, more stairs rise from a oc- a octagonal dais that also rises above the water. Rusty chains with shackles dangle from the ceiling directly above a stone altar mounted on the dais. The altar is carved with hideous depictions of grasping ghouls as it is stained with dry blood. A small white bundle lies atop it, surrounded by pulsating, fleshy tendrils. The, tendril, the tendrils run to a breach near the far wall that leads into a dark cave, their fleshy masses connecting to a dark, hulking shadow that lies within. Its bloated mass rising and falling with slow, shuddering rhythm. Almost like breathing. As soon as you step foot in the chamber, a the, the ghostly chanting you've heard suddenly falls silent. What do you do? Yeah. Finally home, and uh, I'm gonna greet us. <laughs> I feel a nerve. That's what I do. Perhaps this is the beating heart of the tendril vines that have taken over the house exterior. Do you think this is the beast that the kids were talking about? Beast? More like plant root. Don't diss the plants, man. They can get you. I will jump down into the into the water. Splash. From the, from the Sploosh. Sploosh. Kaboom. Start like looking around in the water. I'll, I'll like circle the dais, but I'm not gonna, not gonna like go on it. Yeah, give me your perception check. Seven. Yeah, nothing below the water that you can see, but like those ten. But you do like see the tendrils like go into the water, into that, into that shadowy corner. That corner does not look safe. <coughs> Surely somebody else would uh, like to help. Uh, well, very good at looking around. Flutter over. Keep it uh, dry. So I want to kind of like look at the the dais without actually standing on it. <clears throat> yeah, I see a uh, small bundle about the size of an infant with a, a dagger laid beside it. And as you kind of approach, um, the chanting starts once again, but this time it goes, One must die. One must die. One must die. One must One die. Must die. One why must why die. must I? I must One must die. And written on the altar is the words feed him. Oh. At this point I would like to like to grapple um uh Ramaya. I'm in the air. Yeah, I'd like to try and grapple you. I'm in the air, though. Yeah, well, how high are you above me? I can jump up and grab you. Easy. 
I guess I'd be hovering like five feet above the dais, so however far that is from the water. Joey? Alright, give me a, uh, each of you give me a, um, Sir Horace. I give athletics. Sir Horace is a, right a, I know. Sir Horace is athletics. Romaya, you can do athletics or acrobatics. As Horace tries to grab you from the air. Oh no. Dirty 20. I'm. Uh, oh no. That's <laughs> not. No. He gets me. <laughs> grab you. Pull you down. And I start joining into the chanting. One must die. Are you serious? One Bro. must die. As soon as Mark said home and no one's here to greet me, I fucking knew it. I fucking <laughs> knew it. I didn't even mean to do that, but like, yeah, that works. Uh, Alright, so Groot's gonna go and like bind oh, back. Yeah, she reminds like struggle blessing, I guess. So. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm basically like, starting to drag her towards the, uh, the dais. Okay, well, you're just gonna be a spelled then with a guiding bolt. I, I recommend not using spell slots for this, but what do you do to try to stop oh. him? Okay, so yeah. it'd be like, so this would be a thorn whip where I'd try and pull it quite closer to me. Okay, you can do a thorn whip. Twenty. Twenty hit. Well, 20, yeah. Twenty yeah. will hit. Yeah, hit. That's good. So I have an armor class of eighteen too. <laughs> That's like one damage, but it pulls you ten. <laughs> Towards yeah, you, I imagine you do like you get me by the foot and just like and I just face plant and let go of uh yeah <laughs> thing you Bro. pull me back to the feet <laughs> like, into the water. No. Dude, no. what are you what are you One doing? must die, dude. And then so like running over and I guess try <laughs> not very strong though. Um, it's more intimidation than looks than anything. Uh, I guess like I know I'm physically still large, so I could like sit on him. So as blood hits the water from the thorns, even though it's just a prick, just a prick, the tendrils oh, prick. start to tremble. That's a nice thing to call Horace. And they start to raise from the dais. And they start itching, inching toward, um, inching toward uh, Sir Horace. Fine. And the chanting gets louder. One must die. One must One die. die. One must die. One must die. We've got to save him. Somebody's <laughs> going after that that asshole horse. Okay, so is he, <laughs> yeah, is he possessed or is he just a jerk the whole time? That's the only thing I don't know. I feel like he's a jerk the whole time. That's why he was honest about knowing cult things. And when you roll a 24 <laughs> natural 20, I did say I've seen this exact thing before. The tendrils uh, start wrapping around his legs. Uh, and then... And the labored breathing from the from the corner becomes more and more intense. The chanting, one must die, one must die. I'm pretty sure we pro should probably save him. Oh, because then maybe right. the monster will come out? I don't... Even for our own sake, yes. Oh, if one doesn't die, what happens? We have to feed him. That's a, the, the thing. We had to feed it or else the monster comes out. Wasn't it? At midnight, I think. We have to feed it before midnight. From this is what I remember. You feed it before midnight, and then we're all fine. Anybody um, coming towards me? Okay, last no. chance to do anything. 
Yeah. Um, One must die. And I'm reaching out, trying to grasp anything near me, not to pull myself away, but to pull something in. You're grasping towards the the dagger. Yes. Okay, guess wait, there's a dagger? Like, definitely running towards it to make sure that dagger thing doesn't happen. That's Grood. Uh, Minerva would like to uh, shoot at the tendrils with her crossbow. Alright. Give me attack. Alright. For 20. 20. Alright, you hear from the alcove this grotesque cry of pain. And then immediately like super quick starts pulling Horus towards the darkness. From his grasp, from his pocket, the amber shard falls to the ground into the water below, but you can see like it glowing from the darkness. Sir Horse, what do you do as you're being pulled forward? As this <laughs> giant fleshy maw appears from the shadow. I I continue chanting with the thing, but it turns from common to infernal to abyssal. One must die. One must die. As this fleshy mouth erupts, as this fleshy mound just erupts from the, uh, from the, from the, from the, from the shadows. It's just this grotesque mass of mouths and eyes and all this and like tumors that are pulsating as Sir Horace is just swallowed by this thing here. Crunch, crunch as his words become like gargled and suddenly just silent and the chanting changes to all must die his hunger can never be sated just move the goalpost man this is <laughs> and I want okay. if you want to continue a little bit longer we can all roll initiative I, th- I think this is a good stopping point for the evening oh yeah so <laughs> Because I, I know as a player what's happening, but like, I think Minerva was like starting to actually like that little asshole. <laughs> I was being nice. I was taking the front thing and I was I was saving everybody. Yeah, it's, uh, I yeah, think kind of a lot of guy die. I mean, I think that kind of all went out the window when he grabbed Romaya from the air and tried to kill her. So, Look, are, are you not one person? Then one person must die. This is what you yeah, see, by the way. Sense. Oh, makes lovely. He makes sense. <laughs> Can't fault that logic. Yeah, no. Oh, it's, it's like shit. it's like a giant <laughs> gibbering Malther. <laughs> yep. I think this is the gibbering Malther art from like older editions. That's good. Right. Ready? Want to want to continue next time? Yeah. Next time. Next time. Yeah. All oh, right. Goodness. Well, so <laughs> next week, Yay. next week you have um. Birthday party. Birthday party. Oh, I'll go eat one more. And everybody of value is safe. We might, um... Well, Mark, you have nothing to do for a little bit. <laughs> so... I, don't, I mean, yeah, I mean... I'm just really excited to play my next character. <laughs> uh, so... We'll see about if we can do a makeup day. But otherwise, we'll do it two weeks. 
Sounds good. Oh, that was just the whiffing in, in combat. It's just, oh, oh it just happens. Yeah, that was bad. It's bad when that happens, but there's like, you can't really control it. So roll uh, background, we're saying like, okay, Mark, you can't play your scarecrow. We need a way for your to have a character. And we came up with, what if I'm part of the cult? I go, okay, that works. Yeah. More or less, so, yeah. It was a that's fun surprise. I, that's why my, my character was a Yanti, because he's a snake of the grass. Makes sense. And uh, his name is Sir Horace after... Um, but there's no I, grass in the house. <laughs> I took um, the name... Uh, the original character design was based... I, the idea was from uh, a, a Warhammer uh, Space Marine, a Dark Angel Space Marine, and Sir Horus is from Horus, which is another character from that who did, did the Horus Heresy, the big betrayal. So that's where I just threw that name in there. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. But uh, I thought uh, somebody would at least run in to, to, to save Ramaya a little faster. <laughs> yeah, like I wasn't sure RP-wise how, like, it won't be nearly as cinematic as it was in my head because people will be. Yeah, because people that. are like, "What's going on?" And that's just that's just the nature of like you know just what's going on. But and regrettably, I apparently have specialized in melee combat. I have very very few ranged abilities. Yeah, because I, I had mentioned that um, we might be really short on melee, like only. Like, Mark's character is going to be melee, potentially, even though he's, like, technically arranged. So, uh, you said you would go melee, but I'll, I'll give you all a chance to, like, like finalize that when you level up and all that, if you want to change, <laughs> change spells. 